Hey, everybody, it is time for Trash Talk, and Brandon's here, and I'm here, and uh, I forgot this guy's name from Network, uh, oh, but but the, Network. the the phrase is, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore, and uh -oh. that, that, uh -oh. yeah, that, that, that's where I am right now, because uh, uh, the other thing that's going on today, as we speak, uh, it's, it's election day, and the it polls is. are open today until I think about seven o'clock tonight. And there's a lot of contested uh, races in the school board and for the, oh. for the, the uh, city council and all that. But I went to some of the, uh, the rallies that they had where the, the uh, candidates are, you know, talking about their positions. And there was a lot of, frankly, there was a lot of crap that was thrown around out there that I just, I just don't understand. Wait and a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Time out, time out, time out. Okay, time out. You're telling me there was a lot of politicians that threw a lot of crap out there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Shocked. I know that's not unusual. And wait a minute. Is this, am I Am I getting the feel here that this is a Stewart's Upset episode? Uh, yes. And and, wow. and and like I like I told you uh, before we went on the air is you you've been you've been ranting and raving on. I'm going to drink a beer. Forget yeah. the coffee. I'm drinking a beer, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm going to sit back and enjoy this episode. <laughs> but you you've been ranting and raving about the media the last uh, month or two, and I thought, okay, it's my turn. I got to jump in because there's some things that you know that I just don't understand. They don't add up. For instance. Right now, there's this big push, and some of the some of the candidates are talking about these terrible books that are in the library. That that we've got to get these 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 suggestive books and and and, and all, off the shelves of our library. Now, I have a hard time trying to understand why it is so important to take books off the shelves in in our schools, but you don't push to put panic buttons in the schools you know like the some of these books and everything are detrimental to our kids which but, ones are you uh, referring to but the what which books are you referring to well the, they, they want to take out some of the the books that tell about talk about slavery and 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 and, and some some black uh uh history issues they want to take out anything that is that is sexually suggestive uh, including, you know, uh, I, I said on a, on another broadcast, Lady Canterbury's Tales, which, you know, it, it's got a little sex in it, but man, that is, that's a classic that goes back, you know, what, 300 years? Well, but here's the other thing too. Why are we going to worry about that? I mean, like, I'm not saying put this school in a pre, in a kindergarten, put those books in kindergartens, but why are we going to sit here? I mean, haven't we learned our lesson about what banning books can do and what that means for society? Because yeah. when you take away that books, it, it's our choice if we choose to read that. And, and shouldn't we be encouraging our kids to read as opposed to not to read? Well, and also look, if, it, what good does it do to take a physical copy of the book out of the library? If a kid yes. wants to read it, they can go online and they can read it. They can read it on Kindle or or, or whatever. There's they so by mentioning what some of these publications are and then trying to physically remove them from the shelves and all. What you're doing is you're creating more interest for kids to to get their hands on the book. 
But the bigger picture to me is where is the rhetoric about trying to put panic buttons into our schools? So if there is a breach, there is a way, you know, this started five years ago. Uh, uh, Lori Aladef and her group down in Parkland, Florida, started a, 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 uh, a, a foundation to try and get panic buttons in the schools. What this is, folks, it's simply a small transmitter that goes on the back of each teacher's ID card, which every one, every one of the, the, the school employees wears an ID card. And, and right now, if, if uh, uh, you know, over these last so many years, if a perpetrator came into the schools, they would find some way to notify the police, 911, if you will. Sure. Okay. That doesn't tell the police where to go in the school, where the perpetrator is. This panic button, which is a simple program, not only when that teacher presses the button, it notifies the police immediately to head to the school, but it tells me exactly where in the school that teacher pushed that button. And this is a, a program that they have been pushing for five years, but our local people are more interested in getting books off the shelves than getting AR-15s off the streets or getting, you know, uh, panic buttons into our schools. This doesn't add up to me, and I'm mad as hell, and I'm I not going to take it anymore. I don't understand what this, this, this... <sighs> you see? Yeah. We live in the in, in idiocracy right now. There is United States of idiocracy run by bureaucratic blood sucking leeches on both sides. And all and you've got the one side that makes zero sense and is like, hey, don't worry about inflation. Hey, we're safe. Hey, yeah. don't worry about this. Hey, like they like like just blindfolds. Then you got the other side that's like we care about our veterans, but let's cut veteran programs. Yeah. Then we have the other side and we have that side that says, you know what? It is our second amendment, right? You're not going to take our guns. Sorry about your kids, but don't let your kids read that book. Yeah. Uh, what, what is going on? Like we either going to go back to little house on the prairie days, or we're going to go so far forward that we don't even know what hit us. It, it, it doesn't compute. The priorities of our political figures is just completely out of whack. They come to us, they ask us to elect them so that they can go to, to our state houses and the federal government to represent the will of the people. Now, mm. I know for a fact, you know for a fact, and the people that are watching this show know for a fact that the majority of Americans want these automatic weapons off the streets. They want to protect our kids in the schools. They want to protect any of these, these uh, future occurrences of which there are more in the first four months of this year than in the previous two or three years combined already. Yep. So folks, when are you going to wake up and realize that we got to do something about this problem uh, and do whatever we can to protect our kids when they are in the schools? But no, it seems to be more important that we put our efforts behind getting the books off the shelves. And the other thing that they're putting a lot of effort into is, is providing all the schools with, uh, uh, what's it called, Nalaxoff or something, which is an antidote for fentanyl. They want to make sure that... 
Nalaxoff or something like that. It, it's a it's a pill that you give a kid that's just OD'd on fentanyl. Well, now, why okay. is that also a school problem? I mean, if the kid well, is, you, first of all, the, the, the problem is trying to prevent the, the, the damn fentanyl from getting inside the schools so that it doesn't get to the kids. But if it does get to the kids, it's almost the kids' problem. They're the ones that went out and decided, yeah, I, I'm going to experiment with the with this drug. So the schools right now, a big, big push, make sure that you've got this antidote for fentanyl. So if some kid drops in the bathroom because of a fentanyl overdose, you can you can get to them right away and, and save their life. Right. But again, uh, let's still study whether we're going to put panic buttons in the, the, the school. Right, but the number one death for children in the United States is guns, gun yeah. violence, not fentanyl. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that fentanyl is not a problem. There's different levels of fentanyl. I could do a whole episode talking about the differences between the fentanyls. Don't ask me why I know this. I don't use it. I just know this crap. It's just crap I'm interested in. Yeah. And I do, I do believe that we have a massive influx of fentanyl in this country. However, the Ted Cruz's of the world the governor rabbits of the world, they sit here and they use fentanyl like the boogeyman. And they want you to think and, and honestly believe that they care about your children so much that this is what we need to do because we can't stop the fentanyl coming into this country from, which by the way, a lot of it is coming in through Mexico via suppliers in China. That's the truth. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, right. I'm just, we can't stop it because Joe Biden won't let us. That's what they're that's what they're going to say. So in order to counteract that, we've got to give our teachers and and faculty the proper pills and proper equipment to deal with this fentanyl challenge. Well, that's pretty funny that they chose that when there's massive millions and billions of dollars that goes into their pockets for the people that create by big pharma to create that drug to combat fentanyl, but they won't dare do anything to make it look like guns are a bigger disease than the fentanyl crisis. Because if they do that, then yeah. the NRA won't pay them anymore. Yeah. Just, just, just like saying, well, well, guns aren't the problem. It's mental health. That's, that, that's the problem with these, with these, uh, uh bre these shooters. It's know? really funny. Too, that they, that Governor Abbott in particular, and and look, we can sit there and look at the mental health thing and say you're probably right. There's there there probably is this piece of the puzzle. I'm not saying that, but why make it easier for them to get <laughs> like there's still that piece. But then you got Governor Abbott. Oh yeah, it's a mental health issue. Well, why'd you cut mental health by what? What was it? Nine million dollars in Texas? He cut it. Yeah. It, there are things they it just it doesn't add up there was just a report out this week now you got me drinking at 8 a.m yeah got uh, governor abbott you're gonna feel real good about this and i would love for you to try and explain to the people of texas you know how this isn't a problem but a survey was just done nationwide uh and uh, uh, uh and in the entire country dallas dallas now ranks seventh at something oh, yeah aren't you happy you know what it is 
highest increase in the homicide rate in the United States. Dallas, beat out Detroit. number beat seven. Out. Yeah, it, 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 it's like it's like a, 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 a popular record with a bullet going up the charts. I mean, you're going to be really proud about that because you're 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 busy wanting to to uh, uh, you know put put an antidote for fentanyl in the in the schools, or you want to go in and take the books off of the shelves in the school, but you don't want to do anything about 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 lowering or curbing the the homicide rate and the active shooter occurrences in this state or e or even beyond that in the country. The priorities well, of our politicians just flat out suck. They just, because their priority is their pockets. They are not our politicians. And I wish more people would wake up. I wish the younger generation that is out there roaming around Austin saying this and this and peace. And, and some of them are diving into it. But they get behind these characters. They get behind these politicians like Beto O'Rourke, who... Is nothing. Look, Beto is a talk. He failed time and time again. And they believe that somebody like Beto is going to save them. The reality is none of them are going to save them. And until we vote every single of them, every single one of them out, that's what it has to be. We have to look at right here in Frisco. We have to look at city council and go, you know what? City council, school board, this is what you did wrong mistakes happen but this is your motto you're done next and keep voting them out we cannot have city council members sit there time and time again and, and mayors as well time and time again and give them more chances to screw up but the problem is people do they don't realize it we have to vote them out and by the way texas is on another list too we are on we are like i believe number 10 don't quote me on that but we are at least in the top 10 worst states for children's health care. Texas is on that list. Right. We can't even take care of our kids when they get sick. What makes you think we can take care of them in our schools? Well, right. We're also down there in, in, in the lower quadrant as far as, as the SAT scores that, that our students are, are doing, the education that they're getting. We're, you know, it, it, it's fine to say we're, we're the best at this and we're the best at that. But you know what? You got to take care of the really big problems, not all the little ones. They just don't add up. And and what we're, what we're saying, folks, really is that when it is election day like it is today, know who your candidates are, know what they stand for, read their bios. Yeah, they're going to be skewed because if they wrote their own bio, it's all going to be very positive. But you got to know where they stand on the issues. The 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 fact is that it, especially like in municipal elections, if five to ten percent of the eligible voters in the city show up to vote, that's a, that's a probably ten percent is really stretching it. Stretching what it, it. What it means is if you've got a hundred thousand eligible voters, it only takes ten thousand or less to vote for somebody, and then you cut that in half, it only takes half plus one vote for somebody to get elected. So you could have some far right-thinking person, and, and that's, that's, a, that's right, a disease that's going on in, in this country. And unfortunately, right now in the United States, and I dare say most of the world, but you know, the United States, 
we are divided. We are divided amongst households. We're divided amongst family and friends and, and as a nation. So now we are so divided and so heated up. And I believe that that's part of the, the big core issue. They have gotten us turning on each other instead of turning on them. We are so angry or frustrated or concerned or have this white noise constant. Because, I mean, let's look at it. Since 2020, we have been getting punched. It's like going round and round with Mike Tyson and right. he just knock us out, you know. So we are tired of hearing it. So people don't want to listen. The minute that they hear something they don't like, they vote for the other person. And that could be a big mistake. I'm yeah. willing to admit that I don't like any of them. <laughs> and I'm willing to admit that I think there are decent Republicans and decent Democrats across the board somewhere. I think they get drowned out. I think they don't make it very far, but I think they're there. And my idea of this situation working is taking some of those decent people from each side and raising them up. I don't want one party to rule everything. Exactly. I don't. I agree. I I, I would love to have this because it draws the best out of people. And unfortunately, we are far from that. And the Republican Party that I knew way back in the day that I thought was interesting and I kind of leaned towards, I think they're a dumpster fire. And I think the Democrat Party that I'm looking at right now is just as big of a dumpster fire. So what that means is we need some new blood. That's right. And, you know, when, when you look at what happened recently in Tennessee, some young minds, Absolutely. brilliant minds, stood up and said, we got to make some changes for, for yes. the betterment of democracy. They were basically thrown out just because of who they were, the color of their skin, what Absolutely. they're, you know, not the fact that they were trying to make change. That's what this country has got to wake up to, is that we, we need, need change. We don't need it 20 years from now. We need it right now. And the best way to do it, just like Brandon was saying, and I and I echo it too, is we got to sweep out the house. We got to get rid of the old and we got to bring in the new. We got to bring the people in that take that oath to defend the Constitution and, and provide for the people. And we need That's to need to do that as quickly as possible. And I think, I think, look, there, you're never going to find one candidate that you 100% agree with. You're not. And that's okay. I don't want to have friends that I 100% agree with because right. it's not even fun. But those, the, the Tennessee three that went in there and they fought and they stood up with the people that lost their lives while the old politicians tooted the old racist horn. Right. Those are the people. I'm not saying I agree with everything they want, but you best believe if I was in Tennessee, I'd be marching with them. And I think I, my message to anybody out there is, besides voting and being self-aware and understanding what's going on, look, you got an opportunity to speak your voice at city council or at a, at a, at a meeting or a rally, get there. You got an opportunity to march in the street, you march. And I'm not talking about burning the city down physically. I'm right. talking about burning the city down with your message. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. That's what, that's what our message is to you, our listeners. And that is to be informed. And the best, the best way that all of us can be served 
uh, at at the city, the state, and the and the the federal level is to get both sides to come to the table. Like we said, there are good Republican ideas, there are good Democratic ideas, but the best solution is a combination of all of those. Put all the ingredients into the pot, and you're going to end up with a much better stew. So you know the the idea is hash it out. Say, you know what? That idea is pretty good. That idea is pretty good. Put it together in a bill that will say this is what's best for all of the people or at least the majority of the people instead of just saying, oh, it's your idea? No. that I don't even want to read it. I don't want to hear it. If we have our ears closed and our minds closed, we're never going to see any progress on anything in this country. And by all means, if if I have to say it again and again and again and again and again, let's get these panic buttons. The Alyssa's Law passed on a federal level that gets panic buttons into our schools on the back of every employee's card so that, that if anything happens, we don't end up with another mass shooting and a mass tragedy. Well, and if we do... We eliminate the casualties as quick as possible. And look, that is the least we can do. We spend more money on high school sports than we do protecting our children. Yeah. And sorry, it's not worth it. Well, and yeah. The idea in the state of Texas. Of, oh, and, Texas and there's those groups that just want to defund the police. Right. Defund you know, them. I, uh-huh. That's an answer. Yeah, let's take all the money away from the guys that are helping us. The guys that, by the way, are already underpaid and stressed out. Now, you want to defund police and the cowards like we had in Uvalde? Yeah, defund them, send in the National Guard, let them run it. Because those cowards should be prosecuted for homicide. That's a different story, though. But yeah. you're right, Stuart, man, and, and, and I agree with you on this. Well, I, you know, I hope what we have said, you know, strikes a chord with with those of you that are watching and listening to this show. And I'll tell you what, I'll I'll even go so far as I would not even mind having a a separate uh Zoom uh conference and all with some of you that want to to share your ideas on both sides of the question. I'm willing to talk about it in a civil respectful way. Yeah. You know, I'm not wouldn't even allow uh, I'll shut you off if you get if you get violent or or no. or boisterous about. It. But civilly, if we can have a discussion, go to Stuart at StuartSachs.com. Give me your name, your email address, and say I would like to be included in in a discussion if you have one. And maybe we'll put one together that we can share with the public to show what the people think and what the I, people want. Right. I think it'd be a great idea. There's one thing getting heated or passionate about it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think the fact that I know that I can sit down with you, and I've known you for a long time now, but I know that I can sit down with you for a cup of coffee and we could talk about anything. I may not agree with you on everything, That's but right. I'll never disrespect your opinion. And uh, I think that that would be a great idea because once we stop talking with each other, that's what that's when everything fails. That's right. That's when, that's when the walls cave in. So, folks... Thanks for listening to us. Share share this show with your friends to get them fired up too and make them aware of what's going on. If you haven't had a chance to vote yet today uh, in our our local elections, 
first of all, Google all of the candidates and read a bit about them and, and know what you're doing, because the worst thing you can do is to go in and vote for one person only because you don't want the other person to get to get your vote. Yeah. That's we the saw wrong reason to vote. We saw what happened with that, guys. Yeah, 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 exactly. So and then make plans to be with us again, eight o'clock next Tuesday morning. And uh, we'll either vent about something or maybe we'll get smart and do something I, funny for a change. I don't know. I can't drink next Tuesday, guys. So, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So we'll probably have to do something funny. <laughs> Take care. Make it a good one. Bye.